Um, the three-legged stool is kind of a way, I guess, to put yourself out there and say, okay, is this somebody that could be potential mate, I guess. Yeah, that's such a romantic word, isn't it? <laughs> potential mate. But uh, and then once that happens, it's kind of like, okay, maybe there are a lot of people out there that you're attracted to physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Well, where do you go from there? And he gave me these three questions. And I think these, as you work through a relationship, I don't think you have to ask all of these three questions, you know, before you go have spaghetti with somebody. <laughs> but as you work your way through a relationship to find out what God wants for you, um, these are great questions. The first one is, do they have the same passion for God that I have? Not just, you know, are they saved? Or are they a Christian? Or, you know, do they read their Bible? Is their passion for God, the same as my passion for God, because that's such an important part of life as Christians, how we relate to God and the ability with your spouse to be able to relate to God together is an important part of marriage. Um, and, and that's a question we need to ask as we begin to learn about people um, that are potential marriage partners. Um, the second question uh, that he asked was, can I embrace God's call on their life and can they embrace God's call on my life? Because God's call is an important part of your life. And if you can't, um, you could still get married to somebody. You would be in a world of trouble. And you would probably run into a lot of those problems that Paul's talking about with marriage. It's very important to know um, where God's leading the person that you may want to marry. Because you've got to find out if you're ready to go there with them. Because two becoming one is um, just, we, we've been married for a year. Um, a week from Monday will be a year. And we have already found out um, that to becoming one, being willing to go somewhere with somebody, uh, being willing to embrace the calling on their lives is hard. You know, it's different. It's not like I just say, oh, well, God told me to go do this today and I'm going to go do this. No, I have a wife now that, that I pray with and that I talk with and, and that we work through these things together. And if I go there, she has to go there with me. And if she stays, I stay with her. And it's such a huge thing. Can I embrace that calling? Um, and that, another question I want to ask is, I don't know if any of you guys are going to the ministry, some of your seminary nerds, James Michael said, but if you're, if you're planning on going to the ministry, another thing is, can I, can I embrace both of those callings? The calling to be a husband or a wife and the calling to the ministry. Um, because the church can be a fickle mistress. It can, and it, and it has ruined families and it has ruined marriages um, because people didn't look at what God called them to before he called them to the church. A lot of pastors say, well, you know, the pastor's married to the church. No, he isn't. You hear me say this, and I'm sorry if your pastor says it, if he ever says it, no, he isn't. He's not married to the church. God's married to the church, and he needs to get out of the way. And he is married to his wife, and he is called to be Christ to his wife, and he is called to, to, to serve his wife. And, and ladies, the same thing is true for you. You're going to be called to your husband before you're called to the church that you're at. And that's an important thing to consider when you look at God's calling on each other's lives and whether you're willing to embrace that. Because, because it's not always, you know, roses. It's not always, I, I love it. <laughs> it's not terrible, it's wonderful. But uh, sometimes it's a hard decision. And, and, and that's, a, that's a big thing to embrace. And the third question is, um, I think, the hardest, but the best and the most telling. And the last question that I asked before I decided to propose to my wife was, are you willing to serve that person every day for the rest of your life? Not do they make you feel good. Not do you think they're going to make you feel good. Do you think they're going to make you happy? Do you think you'll have good looking kids? None of those things. 
Are you willing to serve this person for the rest of your life? And it's a very scriptural question. It comes back to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians 5.20, Paul exhorts the readers in Ephesians. He says, don't be filled with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. In other words, let your life be consumed by the Holy Spirit. And then he kind of gives a, a, a string of participles, a string of this is how you'll know if you're filled with the Spirit. And he addresses a marriage. Uh, and he says, uh, you should be giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. And then a lot of Bibles put a break there, which is unfortunate. And then they say, wives, submit to your husbands. Right before that, submitting to one another. Then he says, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Their marriage is, is service to one another. I mean, you, you, like David said, whoever I marry, I'm going to be serving every day for the rest of my life. And if I look at the person I'm currently with in a relationship and say, well, you're great, but man, I, I just don't want to serve you every day for the rest of my life in that capacity. So that's our thoughts. That's about the, the, the one. theoretical, like the, you know, take this into account when you're dead. That's the, if anything of this can be based on Scripture, these are the ideas that I would say you can get from the Bible. 